Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. That's right, that's right, that's right. Mr. Wells, thank you, sir. Episode 322. What area code is that? Anyone, anyone want to take a guess? So, 322. I don't know. Someone's typing. Mm. Wait, what? <laughs> is there an area code 322? Mexico. Mexico. It's in Jalisco. Yeah. Oh, shit. Puerto Vallarta. Nice. Yeah, Harley, you working on your Spanish? Hey, what can I say? <laughs> what can you say Spanish let us know <laughs> good question <laughs> that is the question <laughs> you can eat Spanish okay very nice yeah 322 we're coming to you live from Jalisco Mexico hi Harley hey. hi 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 <laughs> click <laughs> you are listening to those um what is it <laughs> those, those niños malos podcast <laughs> somebody randomly rant on all things películas I'm your host Fonzo aka Mike La- Senor Senor Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And do you feel lucky, Mr. Ed? Tony, a.k.a. Yes. MTP? Dirty Tony. I'm dirty. Okay. Yes. What's going on, fellas? Hey, hey. I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting a little distracted. Chris is actually down in Sacramento at her parents' house, and they are being evacuated because of a fire. So. Whoa. <laughs> if you guys remember a year or so ago... We went down there to visit, and there was a fire, and we got evacuated. Well, Chris is down there for work, and she's staying at her parents' house because her parents' house is close enough to the meeting she's got down there, except for she's going to be staying in a hotel after all. I don't want to be conspiracy theorist, but maybe she's starting the fires? <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's there, I mean. She's the fire starter, twisted fire starter. Yeah. Just saying, you know, starting that out there. You know Started I mean? from a bus crash? Dang. See? Somebody missed the bus. Oh, are you looking up the fire online, Chris? Or... <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like it. Uh, August 2nd, Highway 99, bus crash. No, my, Here's MCP no, my, with the traffic yes. report. <laughs> well, good thing we're in Jalisco, Mexico. We're safe, so we ain't got to worry about that. Yeah, got a long way hopefully, to she, hopefully everyone's we safe. We got to worry about the narcos down there in Jalisco. Yeah, exactly. I'll mention their names aren't too much now. They might be listening. I'll have to bleep it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or have that British lady, Siri, do it for us. <laughs> yeah, I need to pull that chick up. Real quick, I just I just got to say uh, happy birthday to a Wes Craven. He would have been 77 today. Mm. So R-R-T. rest in peace, Mr. Wes Craven, yeah. So I wanna, I'm, I'm sure like every other other um, um, listener or um, fans of the same age that I am, we could uh, could attest and say the same thing that uh, he scared the shit out of us as a kid, especially when Nightmare on Elm Street, and you know, and, and uh, for uh, other movies as well. But uh, that was my uh, gateway to horror. Been a while. Flash from the past. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anyone's been listening to us forever definitely remembers that. <laughs> That's the original game show. Yeah. I remember we had more sounders from besides Vernon Wells. What happened to those, Tony? Uh, it's just easier to play Vernon Wells. Oh, okay. I know where's Tommy Tommy Wasau. Yeah. Oh, Boy, he's Tom the, Atkins. He, he's on the outro. Oh, he's the outro. Yeah. It just worked yeah, better. PJ on the Souls. Outro. I got a, got a bunch of them. I feel like uh, 
Get all that hard work for nothing, Tony. What's up? Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Throw- there, there you go. go. Are you going to cut him off? going to cut off Mr. Atkins? <laughs> Damn. 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 <laughs> Tony. That was cold-blooded. Seriously. <laughs> Man. See how loud and clear it comes in, too? Man. Shout out to Mr. Atkins. Thank you, sir. Thank you for that. We got a jam-packed episode tonight. We're going to be talking a little about uh, we'll talk about movies here. We're we'll talking about a little movie called The Invitation that I chose for the homework. Uh, currently streaming on Netflix, so if you want to check it out, you know, go ahead and check it out. Put it on your list. And um, and then MCP chose a little old school little movie called Dirty Harry. Sir, huh? Mr. Detective Callahan. And uh, Tony's going to talk about. Binging through Stranger Things, and it seems like that's the way to do it too, or that's what the kids that's do nowadays. That's the only way. And it's only eight episodes, so I'm sure everyone pretty much can breeze right through it. So I know I did it in like two days, I think. So yeah, we, we started convince our boy Harley to watch it now. I, I will say this: you you bitch when I pick a movie that's long, like two and a half hours, but you'll binge watch a you know an eight hour long television. You pick show. boring movies. Thank you. I wasn't gonna say it, but I said it, so it's like it's it's a what a difference. Hour? He's comparing Stranger Things to some Japanese foreign fucking war four hour epic. Really? Mm-hmm. It's like spends four hours staring at a, a grass growing. Yeah, leaves leaves blowing in the wind. Jesus Christ, haters <laughs> chewing for hater of the year. My um, goodness. Yeah, but actually, I I started watching Stranger Things because Lane came home bitching about work, and I was like, I don't want to hear about your work. She's yeah, like, Yeah, oh, nobody want to hear about that. Ain't nobody like, got time for that. <laughs> I ain't got time for yeah. that shit. Fuck all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Wait, how, uh, Okay, hold on. So she just comes in, starts kicking her shoes in, and she's yeah. like, Man, let me tell you about my day. And you're like, No, and so, watching Stranger <laughs> Things. Exactly. She's got a sound. He's got his iPad with sounders and just plays it when he starts talking. <laughs> Get exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you this. <laughs> Wait, I just want. <laughs> <laughs> cuts her off every time with random sounders. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I started watching it um, on my own, and then I'm just like, even though, and and that was the thing. Like, I don't want to watch scary movies with her, and I was like, so I'll give this one a chance by myself. This was a perfect opportunity. I was like, she can go cool down on her own, <laughs> and, and I'll check this out. Movie. So we just kind of like took a break for a moment. Um, and then I started watching it. And I was like, the, the first episode, there's only like four minutes of scary. And then the rest of it is all character development. And I was like, this is kind of cool. So I bring her in and I watch the whole thing. Like I, I almost, I finished the episode, brought her in, watched the episode again that same night. So that's how good it was that I was, I wanted to watch that first episode, episode again right away. Um, it kind of backfired on me because she still got scared, like oh, just like normal. It's like just those four fucking minutes was enough to like freak her out for the rest of the night because it's a paranormal type thing. Um, it's a the horror and the mystery of it is is uh, has a paranormal feel to it, um, and so yeah, that completely got her scared. But she was in. She was like, "Yep, I'm in." Because it goes, it follows these characters, these uh, these uh, young kids, and it has this. Um, like uh, uh what's what's the ET type of feel like a like a young kid like going on an Spielberg adventure movie. Spielbergish yeah exactly like it, it's, it's pretty King, fun like yeah you name it all throw uh-huh. it all in there it's very blender. cool and we were hooked like I like these kids and the, and it's it's modern, fantastic 
So the kid, the kids were awesome. I mean, all the acting in the movie in the we're playing in the Dungeons movie. and Dragons. Dungeons the and Dragons. It's relatable and like they they have realistic and and um, reactions to things. Um, and because they're kids, I mean, they're smart, but they're not too smart. So like right. they, there's at one point they start talking about like magnets and and black holes, you know, and wormholes and shit like that. What do they do? They ask their teacher how. To they have this awesome teacher that they go to for all the questions about that kind of stuff. And, and he's like willing to help him. And he's the best teacher. He's the best fucking teacher because he's just like he just answers them. He's like he doesn't question. Like, yeah, he doesn't do want to know this. Lost no, kids, no, whatever. he's just like these kids are curious. I'm gonna answer the question. <laughs> um, it's so it's cool. It's it's a lot of fun. And we started watching it on a Thursday night. Um, and, and it was, and, and, no, we, we, yeah, we watched it till like nine, which her bedtime is eight. And it's like, that says something in and of itself, but like, okay, Friday night, we're doing this. And she, she even told me like, uh, or at one point I was like, you know what? I'm going to see, um, I'm going to, I'm going to see how much further I can read. See, see if it's still good after the second episode. First fucking sentence on Wikipedia on episode three. I was like, nope, done. Close the browser. I got to watch it. <laughs> we got to watch this <laughs> shit. And yeah, sure enough, Friday night, we just binged it from like seven till two in the morning or something like that. Um, it, it was good. It was it was a lot of fun. It picks up pretty quickly. The kids are great. Acting is awesome. I know the writer is amazing. Absolutely. Holy crap. She, as a distraught mother, she's mm-hmm. kicking ass. Um, it's good shit. It's really good. Yeah. Shit. What, what, uh, what, did you just keep seeing it all, all across like your, your feeds and stuff? Like, um, yeah, like pretty, finally decided to watch pretty it? much. Yeah. Everybody was talking about it. You mentioned it. Um, and it was, just, that should have been enough right there, Harley, but could I continue. <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, and I mean, it's right in the front of Netflix, you know, when you log yeah. in. So it's like, yeah, you're so lazy. You won't even look at anything. You're like, Oh, it's right there. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> That's pretty much everybody. That's smart, though. I mean, it's their show. It's the original Netflix series, you know. Yeah. yeah. Of course, you're gonna put it in the front. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Come on, Harley, get up my on favorite. Harley. My favorite. I'm. Yeah. I'm, my favorite list. is catching things in the in the in the show. Um, like they 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 mentioned Stephen King. Um, yep. you can see the thing poster. They even yep. watch. Uh, the 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 it's the fucking teachers the watching it. The teachers on VHS. watching it on VHS. It's awesome. On his yeah. date. It's so it, rad. Yes, it was great. Now, you know, sometimes that can be like, like annoying where it's like too pandering, you know, where it's like, all right, we get it. It's, you know, you guys are trying to be totally 80s, you know, but yeah, this but one doesn't feel like that. It no, feels it, very genuine. Like it's a total love letter it, for it, the 80s. It blends in. It, it does. The environment it, for sure. And one of my favorite things that, um, about it is that it didn't, everything that happened in the show is believable for the, um, time period that it was set in. Like the technology that was in the show wasn't like super advanced. That's like, yeah, there's no way they had that in the eighties. Everything was legit. Like it, it they, that could have happened in the eighties. Didn't um, the cops go to the, the library or look up that? What was yes, that? Yes. And it was all my, they look, look up, uh, old, um, articles in the microfiche. Microfiche. Um, that's it. Yes. I, love yeah. art. I don't know why it cracks me up. I've used yeah. those. I was like, dude, I've actually used those. Yeah. Uh, Lainey was like, what the fuck is that? Get out of here. Get out of town. <laughs> Get the fuck out. That's it. Go to your room, young lady. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so no, one like, of my, oh, yeah. One of my favorites now. is uh, I recognize this old juice pitcher that was in uh, the hospital room. Like, oh, that was straight out of the 80s. I remember my parents had that in the 80s, that, that kind of like dull plastic pitcher. <laughs> I was like, that was in my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> so 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's genuine. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's like, a, it's got that cool town. The kids are riding on their bikes, talking on walkie talkies, man. It's like, oh, you know, like E.T., Goonies, but I've been telling you, it's that old Amblin type movies and they nail it. And yeah, it's, it was uh, fun. Even the and the soundtrack is sick, right? Oh, oh dude, uh, the soundtrack, it's one of the first like, times. Immediately. It's one of the first times that I, that I, that the soundtrack got me um before you, are you following the playlist before you... you guys talk about it normally with with movies that have good soundtracks someone has right. to mention it it's like oh right. let me pay attention right. but this one like right away i didn't, hey, even, nice. I didn't even notice it well i did i didn't notice that i was jamming to it until i was jamming to it and i was like dude i'm digging this shit like just in the title credits i was like bobbing my head and then like been doing, like, love playing the, the bass too, on my the fingers i'm like oh this whole, is cool yeah. oh god don't get me even started with the font um I'll fucking get you started on the font, motherfucker. So, like the the title sequence mm-hmm. zooms in on NG when it first starts off, and I was like, I wonder if there's a significance to what the NG is. And then once it finishes, the N and the G are the only two letters overlapping, and I'm like, there's that. That's two. That's two. That it it can't be a coincidence. Well, I was like, maybe it's a coincidence, but it's starting yeah. to smell like not. It's it's not a coincidence. And then the sheriff when he's typing that the kid is missing. The camera start like he he starts he's when typing, the camera types in he's NG typing first. but when the camera points or focuses on it he types in ng I'm like oh my god I was flipping out I paused it I started looking up what <laughs> ng is I spent like 20 minutes just trying to figure out what ng meant and the connections for it uh, it turns out we're going now he's all homeland style in his in his room trying to yeah, figure it dude, out dude I was so geeking out over that shit it That's turns out awesome. it, it wasn't anything that I could figure out, <laughs> but you're hooked though. You're uh, fancy. I, that's and there's how... so many like cool memes. Like it's like everybody's like, I want my name in that font. You know, somebody typed in like, uh, oh, what did they write? Somebody wrote something on Twitter and it was like tater tots or something in that font. <laughs> I mean, it was immensely yeah. cool. You know, there was like even a uh, uh, Barb memes memes from the girl Barb. You know. Yep. Like, like Barb's life. And there was all these like pictures of her. No, and it, the, it was oh, crazy. Oh, Barb, dude, it's hilarious. Like, we were watching it, and then um, at one point. Uh, on reddit um we we were we were browsing reddit and one of the one of the posts was a picture of a girl who looked like barb and yeah. someone in the comments said something about barbara and i was like holy shit like <laughs> i never would have gotten that any right. other day and i happened to see it today when i know what it means it was that's it was awesome really cool. it was really cool that is cool Here in the but end. anyway i definitely recommend it it's what do you it, give it I, it's almost a slater because Woo-hoo! i i I well, technically, I watched oh. it twice. I watched that first episode, the first episode twice. You did. So honestly, I could give it a later. That was a fucking movie. Bam! I should. I got to tweak it so it doesn't say movie. It says you know, <laughs> show or something. You know that girl say it right? Have her say it. Oh yeah, let me let me get her. Your robot friend. There you go, Harley. Highly mm-hmm. endorsed, brother. Come on, eight episodes. Check it out for sure. Come on, don't just keep saying that, not doing it. Well, I know. I to be honest with you, I just forget. You just forget, yeah. After you talk to us, you fucking forget about us mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, that happens thirty minutes in the podcast. I forget everything you say. So don't feel bad. Hey, what can I say? <laughs> That's your, is that your catchphrase? You wore a T-shirt that says that. What's going on? What can I say? Oh, you are gonna say it again, you motherfucker! What are you gonna do? Uh, not say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Real quick, I just want to touch up a couple things real quick while Tony finds that. Um, you guys saw that video, that skydiver with no parachute? What? Yes. 
Fucking Johnny Utah style, man. This fucking nuts. nuts, man. Right? That guy right? is motherfucking nuts. He's a bad boy, for sure. For life. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to be a bad boy for life, too, if he missed yeah, a fucking yeah. nut. Come on, man. What are, like... I mean, he have to like coordinate where you're, where you're flying down, right? I mean, I mean, I guess he could. Uh, move, I, like, I researched him. He has made thousands and thousands of of jumps. Mm. He owns his own uh, skydiving company. His wife has several thousand jumps. He made yeah. his first like jump when he was like fourteen or some shit like that. So yeah, he's a still, professional. Jump sure. Parachute. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hey. And then I don't know if you saw it, but uh, Jack White, Third Man's Records, played the first record in space. Did you guys mm. see that? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's some guy in NASA had like these balloons and then uh, this like metal case, and it's real super techy and nerdy stuff. You'd get thinking you'd dig it, and sure enough, it's up there, and there's go- like three GoPros on it, and there it is playing. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of interesting. That um, was a fucking Earth- TV show. <laughs> oh, say it again. That was a fucking TV show. <laughs> Almost like she she can't curse. She doesn't want let's to. Try, let's try Sally. That was a fucking TV show. Oh, she's way better. Let's try uh how about Australian? Nicole. That was a fucking TV show. Oh. How about Harley's catchphrase? Have her say that. <laughs> what the, what's, what's his catchphrase? You forgot already? I try not to remember. What did you say? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was it Harley's? One, two, three, four. <laughs> oh, okay. He didn't want to tell us. All right. Be that way. Didn't care anyways. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, gentlemen. You guys ready? Oh, this is mm. what he says. Fuck that. Oh. I got it. What can I say? There it is. See? Every time he says it, you should have her say it. And see if they'll go back and forth. <laughs> what can you say? Oh, <laughs> Whoa. Oh. That's Russian. Yikes. Yikes. That was scary. They're German? How does that German? Come on, where's German, German, German? Marlene. What can you see? Hey. <laughs> you go. That was inaudible. Yeah. So, I, you know, I can't go any further without noticing on Rotten Tomatoes that uh, Poor Suicide Squad's got a 35% on the What? Tomatoes. And the world premiere was last night, yesterday, and the embargo was lifted today. And uh, it's currently at, at, at uh, let's see, reviews counted 68, and it's 24 fresh, 44 rotten. Um, so there's more. 8.6 so, on IMDb. Does it really? Okay. So 7,000. Yeah, I think more people saw it today, too. So 8.6. Okay, here's my dog barking. Um, yeah, earlier it was only like 30. Eight reviews total. So yeah, I jumped up to sixty-eight, but it's still at thirty-five percent. That's brutal. That is so. tough. Poor DC man. Like I'm still pumped to see it. I still want to go see it. Um, I just can't help. I I I, got- I, I normally don't read reviews, but this one was just kind of like um, the hype was going on it from Comic Con and like all the interviews and all the cast was into it and they're just promoting it. And the trail looks crazy fun. And then now I started. I'm starting to think back of like the reshoots and then like. How people are saying Batman v Superman is too dark. That reshoots were like to try to make it more funny, more lighthearted. Because if you guys remember the first trailer, completely different from the second one, right? 
Oh yeah. Um, so it's like, and then it, when, and then when Deadpool got all successful, everybody was like, "Oh, they should make Suicide Squad rated R." Yeah, so like, it's like too many. No, I don't think so. Or like, did it just get There's you know? too much to lose? So the studio and David Ayer is still relatively unknown. I mean, <laughs> everything he's done has been rated R. It's sort of genre films. He hasn't done a big box office kind of thing, you know. Um, so this morning, I, t- I, t- I texted my buddy Jeff and I said, um, "Suicide Squad getting bad reviews." And he wrote, "How can that movie?" He's like, "How can that movie be bad?" I refuse to believe that. <laughs> you know, from seeing all it the looks trailers, cool. It right? looks cool, but so did Batman versus Superman. Yeah, that's the thing, right? They uh, it's kind of like Transformer well, movies, right? They show you badass trailers and you watch it. You're like, God damn it, you did it to me again. Well, I'll let you know what I think. I already got my tickets for Friday. Oh, is that right? Damn. Because because T-Mobile on their T-Mobile Tuesdays uh, gave uh, Fandango promo codes for oh nice yeah for Suicide Squad so sweet we'll get a review then right on cool okay and you saw the trailers right or you went blind I saw one okay yeah. okay interesting all right cool we'll see yeah cause I, I'm I'm gonna see maybe if I can check it out even Ghostbusters has a seventy three percent motherfuckers. Yeah. See. Jason Bourne is a 57. It's rotten. Mm-hmm. Fuck, it's got the same as Legend of Tarzan. 35%. Mm. Anyway, we'll see. But yeah, man. You know, poor DC can't catch a break, man. I saw on Twitter a picture of um that said Ben Affleck, and he's wearing a DC shirt, and there's a picture right next and then and then next to him is Chris Evans wearing a Marvel shirt. With his head on his shoulder, just laughing hysterically. <laughs> it just kind of like sums it all up, you know. It's Aww. like I'm waiting for the DC fanboys to say, "See, movie studios pay Marvel, or they pay them to get good reviews, or pay critics to give Marvel good reviews." Like, uh, no, they just make good movies, you know. And DC is just rushed. I think I wish they would. I wish they would be patient. I wish they would just take their time because they got cool characters, man. Every like DC animated movie I see, fucking kicks ass, fucking rocks. In fact, like today. Batman the Killing Joke came out, and I'm dying. I'm I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm dying to see that. But every time I've watched, like you know, I never can finish them because I got the kids. But whenever I'm into it, there's a fucking fight scene every goddamn like five minutes, and it's great, you know. And uh, that doesn't. How many fight scenes are in Christopher Nolan Batman films? Not that many. Not that many. Right. It's not about action. Oh, it's I mean, about I, action I, I would now. say, I would say, the, you say too much action is not good. Well, it it can take away from plot. But I will say this, Marvel has probably found a decent balance between their movies are action movies, you know, their action adventure movies sure. with with Civil War starts off with a badass action scene, you know, that has an amazing like mm-hmm. 12 30 minutes on the airport. So, I mean, it's, it can be done. You can have both. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, I I think I never remember the Dark Knight scene with the truck and the bat and the, and the motorcycle. Oh yeah, I I think DC's just kind of trying to do too much. They are. They just rushed it. And like I said, they could have taken their time and just they got all the characters. Like don't just catch up to Marvel. Let Marvel do their thing, you know, and let them go on their course, and then you slowly start coming up. Like what's the rush? What's the hurry? You, you know, start your own. Yeah, you gotta- make your money. Let them make their money, and then you come out. You make your money. You know what I mean? But then you see fucking Batman receiving man, and you're just like, man, it's not good. I hate to say that too. Like, you have a movie with Batman and Superman together for the first time, and it's just not good. It's like, fuck. You know? What are you going to do? 
Yeah, so check it out. So on Monday, um, will be Monday, went over to my buddy Jeff's house, and he's like, hey, well, uh, I got, got a couple movies we should watch, you know? He got two, and then we both decided on a little movie called Hardcore Henry. Yeah. Have you, any of you two seen this? No, but I want to hear about it. Okay. I've heard. So yeah, you remember the coverage, right? Henry is resurrected from death with no memory, and he must save his wife from a telekinetic warlord with a plan to bioengineer soldiers. Now, the first fucking five minutes of the movie, I look over at Jeff, I'm like, you know, this movie would have totally been made in the 80s, and nobody would have, like, thought nothing. It would have just been, like, a run-of-the-mill 80s movie, right? Just some of that concept alone. It would have been from Canon or Carol Co. or, you know, all those old Ryan, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All those old skits. Because you see his POV, and I kept thinking of Robocop, you know? Like, he, he's got his arm missing, they're putting a robotic arm on him, mm-hmm. and then, like, there's this thing that does, like, this cool computer skin graph, and it's putting skin on him, and they're, they're putting on a leg on him, and it's, like, twisting around a couple times before it gets on there, and she's talking to him, and it's his POV, they're trying to fix his voice, and it's, like, Bumblebee, where it's broken, so he can't talk, so he's just got a nose all the time, so it's, like, you know, did you guys ever see that? I don't, I think, I'm pretty sure Tony saw that I saw short, the, uh, yeah, right? What was it short. called again? Do you remember? Uh, nope. Okay, but it's the same director, right? Same guy, right? I think same so, person? Yeah. yeah. It says Ilya Nyshuler as a director, written directed by him. And um, so, yeah, I mean, you guys saw the trailer. You, you know, I mean, the cover's got him fucking like upside down, skydiving with two guns, right? And it's just, just, the movie's bananas, dude. It's, it's, it's kinetic. It's just in your face. Like, sometimes a little too much where you're like, fuck, man, what? You know, it, like, when he's rolling over and it's just, camera's all over the place, but then when he's taking cover and leaning over cars, it kind of slows down a little bit. I was thinking, like, like just from a director perspective, like when he would drop and roll, you know, sometimes you kind of close your eyes when you're about to grimace. Like I'm, I'm surprised they didn't go that route where like, you know, every time he ducked and rolled, like if he would, it would just go to black, you know, and just hear him grunt and then, and then open up his eyes again to see everything instead of being so much shaky. Just, I was, that's a good point. Just thinking of just doing that that way. But man, if I don't want to pick up a controller while watching the movie and play, dude, <laughs> I want to play so bad. There's this fucking scene, dude. I'm sure it's in the trailer, but. Shelter Copley is in it, and he's great. He plays like, what's his name in it? He plays like a Jimmy, and fucking Jimmy's like, there's just a, there's just a, there's a bunch of him, all right. <laughs> and uh, he's on his motorcycle with the the little carriage on the side, and and uh, and Henry picks up the a minigun and just goes to town on this van next to him, and then on this one guy, and the motorcycle just goes into a car. It's just like play, it's just like a live video game. I mean, it's just nuts, right? He jumps on the car, he's shooting him, and the car blows up, he's in the air, lands on the back of a motorcycle with this, this shit, and you're like, what? And you just, you just accept everything, you know? If Harley brings up the word of law of physics, just don't even Harley, just, just right, just stop right now, you know what I mean? Just know what you're getting into, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy, it's everything you think it is gonna be, and more, and people getting shot. Dude, in the very beginning, it sets the tone immediately, where you get these opening credits, and like, there's a slow move of a brick going in the side of the guy's head. So you're thinking, oh, it's going to cut off, right? Nope. The brick hits the guy's head. I'm laughing my ass off. And this just shows you what it does. Next thing you know, the guy's turning around. You're like, and, 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 you know, my boy Jeff, you know, I don't mean to call him out, but he's, he gets, he gets a little squeamish, you know? So there's a knife going to a neck and you're like, oh, it's going to, it's going to, nope, it's not. It's not cutting away. It's going through the dude's neck. And then you see, oh, what's this angle? Oh, it's, this is the other side of the guy's neck. Oh, look, the knife's coming up through there. This is just the credits. It's fuck. It just tells you like this. Put in your seatbelt. Enjoy the ride. Have some popcorn. Enjoy Hardcore Henry. It's a high buy for a dollar. It's exactly what you think it's going to be. For a dollar. And it's and it's and it's so much fun. 
It's crazy. Cool. It's like I said, like, uh, it's an eighties movie, but with like special effects of How's today. The, um, the motion sickness. Okay, so that's like, the thing. Now I think if I would have been in the theater, it would have been a hard time. So, okay. and then so sometimes it's a, you know on a smaller screen, you know, you can kind of look away. It could get too much if if you're if you're prone to like getting sick like that. It could be a little bit, you know, like they do slow down a lot, which is cool. But sometimes when it's getting in action, it can get like that, you know. But if you play okay. video games a lot, a lot of first person shooters. I don't, then it, that's what I, don't I think imagine. it might. You know, it won't bother you at all. Yeah, that's what I imagine. You know, because when I haven't played Halo for a long time and I play it, I get kind of busy. I'm like, whoa, I haven't played in a while. You know, like I got to adjust to it again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you're prone to playing game line, you're used to it, then you're good. I convinced Chris to um, play Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. This is like a year ago or some shit, and uh, she started playing. She was just watching for. I don't know, five, ten minutes, and she said she was getting motion sickness. Oh, shit, yeah. So, like, yeah, probably not going to be able to sit through this movie then. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, yeah, it's like I said, what, when shit gets there, I mean, it's right at the beginning, you know? But then, the, like I said, the villain, he comes up, and then he's like a, he's telekinetic, and he starts picking up people with his arm, like he's using the force and throwing people around. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's like, you know what? It's like, it's like, uh, hey, you, eight-year-old kid, what do you think is cool? You're like guns, yeah. Like telekinesis, yeah. They're all writing it down. I'm like, okay, poof, hardcore Henry, you got it. Okay, this is what you want to see in the movie. That's what you it got sounds it. like. That's exactly what. what yeah. it sounds like. And that's exactly yeah. what you get, and you're gonna have a blast with it. So, definitely recommend hardcore Henry. So, any other extras? Right, sort of Stranger Things covered that. I covered hardcore Henry, Harley, nothing. Slow no. front. Yeah. How's your trash can? You safe from bears or? They're they are high. They're high. They're high. They're tall. Oh, they're, yeah. Well, okay. Good. I was telling Tony, though. I just we just kind of let that go when you're like, yeah, you know, bears are a nuisance here. And after listening to the part, I'm like, how did I just let that slide without mentioning anything? You just said it so nonchalant, like, yeah, bears are a nuisance here. Like, I guess that's yeah. what happens, man. You just get used to it. Yeah. yeah but not us here. Not, now you got trains going on over there. No. Yeah, I got the window, or the whole door. Cool you got bears up there on the regular, and you leave your window open. No, the door is open. That's how the oh, bear whoops. got you. Yeah, he that's better. On the train, <laughs> he had one of those sticks with the polka dot bag. And he's the de- all these the, the bears are cowards. They are afraid of people. They don't sing. So you can, you can <laughs> no, not quite. You can. Uh, oh, you scare got a motorcycle th- starting in the background. What the hell's going that's on? That's the train. It's the train. That's the. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, they're 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 a nuisance only in the middle of the night when you're sleeping and it's quiet. Your dog, Fujo, doesn't go crazy with the bears. No, she's that fucking cat or that dog. She's fucking lazy. She doesn't do shit. <laughs> All right, you don't worry about coyotes. I hear you got worried about bears. The great outdoors, Harley. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get right into it, folks. Let's talk about a little movie called The Invitation. You guys ready? Oh, boy. Yeah, here's my nizzle. All right, let's do it. So, um, did you guys ever see Jennifer's Body with uh, uh, Fox, Man of Sea Freak? Oh, a little bit. Hey, girl, Harley, or Tony. No, she directed this movie. Um, the oh. Invitation, 2015, uh, drama, mystery, thriller. While attending a dinner party at his former home, a man thinks his ex-wife and her new husband have sinister intentions for their guests. Now, you know, like, 20, 30 minutes in, I realized, I'm like, the motherfucker's from Game of Thrones, isn't he? 
That's <laughs> that's uh that's Dario, huh? Yep. yep. Did you notice right away? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I was like, why do I think I look so familiar? You know. But I, honestly, I was right. I was into it in the very beginning because I'm like just genuinely at unease, man. I'm just so uncomfortable the entire time. Like I feel like I'm I'm one of the guests in there too, and I just want to get the fuck out of there. You know, when they're playing that game I want, I'm like, all I wanted to say, I want to get the fuck out of here, mm-hmm. like, immediately, you know? But I'm so drawn to, like, like Tom Hardy um, uh, 2.0, like... <laughs> exactly yeah, what thank said. you. Chris I remember like, saying, I remember, Tom Hardy? And I was like, no, it just looks just like Because that dude was in Prometheus, remember? And I'm pretty sure we said that joke back then, too. Huh. Remember? Uh-huh. I looked him up, and I'm like, yo, man, this is like... Uh, but I'm so... I'm so... In, I'm just drawn into him, because, like, just, like... His when he's just looking into it and, and thinking something's not right, and uh, in the very beginning, you know, they hit that coyote, so everything's already like, oh shit, you know, this bad karma, what's going on here, you know, and it shouldn't go. I'm sorry, you're off the bat. He, probably he's probably at, at unease, you know, but he's got to go to that party with his ex, and and there's like a kind of reunion um, from all the friends that they haven't seen each other for two years. So we find out something happened tragic, um, and. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I was genuinely creeped out. Now, this could definitely, you know, some people can be bored. I think, you know, it, you can call it a slow, bore, slow burn, I guess. Um, but I didn't feel that way. I was I was uh, into it. I was uh, drawn into it. The character, just trying to figure out what's going on. How would you guys feel? Tony? All right. The, all right. Um, it's a slow burn. You can't, there's no doubt about it. Um, the trick is if if the discomfort is entertaining and that keeps you going like what what and the mystery yeah because mystery of why it's so uncomfortable because the guy is like yeah there's something wrong here that girl leaves you're like yeah shit get the fuck out of here like you said when that that i want game starts up and then that whole bullshit about oh we're not trying to sell you anything but here watch this fucking watch like, this video yeah, yeah, yeah watch this on, yeah let's yeah. watch this woman die on video they watch this there marketing is, video it's like they're they're the a lot of the characters are constantly doing things that just wouldn't happen in real life and that's what that's what lane kept saying and i swear we got in a fight about this because i was like i think those characters in yeah in, well, i think if that was the, the case the, everyone would leave in the, the context, movie, you have to keep us in. Well, no, exactly. but like, but no, but my point was that in the yeah. in the context of of the plot, I, to me, it kind of makes sense that they did stay. But they do show flashbacks of them hanging out like before, you know. But that's my point is that, yeah. and I don't know how much of this is a spoiler, but in the context of their relationship that with each other, this isn't a normal dinner. This isn't even a normal, you know. But what every, is it? Every once it's... in a while. It's a serious like, reunion that nobody's seen each other after two years, and the reason they haven't seen each other is because something dram- something very traumatic happened between them, and none of none of them talked to each other for two years, and all right. of a sudden, the 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 Eden the the the, the mom, mm-hmm. she she invites everybody, and everybody's like, shit. Uh, is, this, is it a spoiler if we say what happened? Or I don't know, but it like, is. But, okay, then I won't say it then. All right. Yeah, yeah we just so keep it's it like, for you. I just know, I mean, that's why I just said it's something very traumatic gotcha. that happened that, that made this tight group of friends not see each other for two years. Right. So to me, it's like, okay, if I imagine myself that I have a, this tight group of friends, that crazy thing happens, and I don't talk to them for two years, and all of a sudden I get invited, it's already uncomfortable. 
it's already yeah. fucking weird. It's like well, when uh, you're with your ex too, you you got yeah, and it's your ex, already and it's like, right in the beginning. But everybody, all the all the friends involved in that, no matter which friend you are, you're going to that party on edge, and right. you have no idea if you want to go or not. But you feel like you have to because right. because of the that traumatic thing that happened. Everyone's going. So, so it's like, well, you know, I, I, that that crazy thing happened, but I get invited. So, so that I was your argument go. with Lane, where she thought, like, no, yeah. No, so would to do me, that. like, I could almost see it that that it, yes, in a normal dinner friendly situation where you see each other maybe once every two months, and this happens, you get the fuck out of there. I was like, no, this is bullshit. I'm gone. But because of the context of that two years and that traumatic event. It's almost like understandable that people are just going, uh, what the fuck do we do? Do we well, stay that's or the thing, do we right? go? If you're the filmmaker, you're thinking like, how can and, we keep people? And that's that, the because you're right. Every other every other same person was like, no, we're gonna leave. But and, like, no, we have to have the people yeah, stay yeah. and so want to stay. My argument is that the filmmaker should have given us a backstory first, so that we could understand why people are staying. And it's not distracting because that was very, very distracting going, why the fuck are you staying? Get the fuck out. Like, this is not, this is stupid. You all are stupid. Get out. And that's all I could think about while it was happening. So it was, we, it was really yeah, distracting. We still didn't really know nothing was happening yet though, right? I mean, I know, well, but, but, but we're kind of seeing it through Will's eyes. So he, you know, everyone's trying to tell me, hey, you know, relax. And it's like, okay, you know, that makes for a great thriller where you're just like, everyone's trying to tell you to stay, but you're still following the main character. You, you, you're seeing it through his eyes. And yeah. But if you don't like, believe it, like, like you know, if you're just that. constantly yelling at every character, you're stupid get out like harley's like saying you don't believe there's no way a normal person would stay there it's distracting um so it it, it takes a while for you to for at least for me it took a while to settle into it i mean i could justify like the, the backstory and like okay I, I i i can fill in because of how they reveal it later in the movie I, it would have been a better experience for me if i would have been introduced to the relationship and that trauma thing first because it it was it was distracting and it was really hard to enjoy it, but I'll agree that that once it kicks in, it's like it's it's after um I'll say the uh, after the Choi scene, mm-hmm. it's like oh shit, like, what, <laughs> My man's what, <laughs> what what is going on up until that point? Yeah. You're very much going this isn't cool, this isn't cool. Yeah, that girl that left follow her she's, she's you know like right. leave leave I, and the dude does I totally agree like, what happened to her you know uh, yeah and then but he's and looking then, at her you know and then you see well and i'd be curious uh, we can talk spoiler afterwards i'm curious what happened to her uh-huh oh for sure yeah yeah we 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 were talking about you know well, that's the thing we thought that had, something had happened to troy right right and that's what those face go oh shit. so we think something happened to troy and then all of a sudden yeah. it's like it, the 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 reveal happens and you're like oh and I mean I like shit just got real right and and at that point the movie was fucking thrilling like it was I was on edge and I was all in it, it was it was very cool from that point all the way to the end it was like damn that's mm-hmm. cool um so for me, yeah, it, I had no idea where it was gonna go you know yes I had yeah exactly idea, but I did it and I loved that and especially I was at that, that point you know? at one point Lainey was like. This is all gonna be a fucking dream in his head, isn't it? <laughs> oh, she was so upset because she couldn't figure out she much. couldn't figure out where it was going. <laughs> yeah, but oh. I think that made that made for the for the last half of the film being pretty fucking awesome. What are you saying, Harley? You haven't said much. Well, you know, oh, I like you guys. I was I was into it for I don't know an hour, and then. 
fuck is that noise? Oh, it's the ice machine. Sorry. Um, it's fine, idiot. Uh, I was into it. And, you know, I was, it was giving you just enough of what happened two years ago. So, you know, right away they're explaining that they're ex-husband and wife and obviously they're hugging and everybody's like, everybody's unrealistically close. Like, everybody's giving each other hugs and kisses and I'm like, man, I haven't seen my bad boys for years, but I don't give you fucking, I don't grab your ball sack and, and, you know, Warm them up in my hands. Oh, you know, it's well, like, what hey, what's up? Let's. I thought it was investing in this friendship. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so so I, I'm I'm into it, but after about an hour, it starts to. It's it's like filling time. I told Chris right before the that the very final. The, you know, even after the Choi thing, I told Chris, I said, this feels like it would have been a great Twilight Zone episode hmm. if you could have kept it to 45 minutes. But there's not enough there to fill out an hour and 40 minutes because it's all about that reveal at the end. And what happens for me is because the characters constantly have to break realism to keep the tension high. Like when the blonde goes out, it's kind of spoiler alert, but I don't think it's, it, I think you can it's probably It's towards the beginning, it. so it's not it, When the blonde goes, I, I can make you want me without even touching oh. you and shit like mm -hmm. that. I'm like, she wouldn't do that. She wouldn't break mm -hmm. character, so to speak. I you know. know. I, I don't know. She said in Mexico they were doing that shit. All, all I'm saying is that she's fucking nuts and yeah, I wouldn't absolutely. put it past her to say that shit. Well, and, and even then, fair enough. But what, what it feels like is there's the characters are constantly doing things that you and I wouldn't do and it's just put in the script to, to, to keep the tension building. He wouldn't be digging through his ex-wife's cupboards to see in, by her bed, I, like I just don't. I mean, I how do you know do that? that? How do you know if he was when he was I, when he was with her? How do we know he didn't do that before? I think he would. She, she had a problem with it before. She had a problem with drugs before. I mean, in one of yeah, those, but he's it's his, it's, but it's his old house. He knows the things around, but you know, uh, I don't know. It just he's suspicious about her, so he wants to look into it. Well, it's like I don't know. It just feels like, and then okay, it, so and, see, and then the the nail in the coffin for me that really upset me. Yeah. was and this is total spoiler alert so i won't even say it but <laughs> what happens at the end is completely not what's happened in the past in the, in real life and so it feels like we just need to fucking hit you with like some action and so we're gonna give you what you were afraid of oh, but no. it just felt like I don't know. It just didn't feel like it's the whole movie. The whole movie is a character. It's all about building these characters, so you feel sympathy. That you feel, you know, you feel bad. It's terrible what happened to them. You know what I mean? They're all these close friends, and blah 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 blah. blah. And you obviously know something's like weirdly. And then there's this whole like cult thing going on, and you're like, well, is it a cult? Is it not? Sure, fucking seems like a cult after we get that little video. Um, but then what happens at the end, you're like, what? 
when did this turn into one of those movies? And so it I don't know, man. It seems like it's leading up to that the whole time. Well, it is, and 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 so you, as the viewer, you're kind of like, is that going to happen? Is what's going to, you know, is it going to, is this going to turn into a bloodbath, or is this just going to turn into a fucking a big orgy? Like, I, I to be honest with you, I much rather would have seen the orgy, and and so they have movies for that later night in Cinemax. <laughs> that's the uh, the super invitation. I like the red, uh, yeah, I like the red lamp when that came out. You know, the well, that's, towards the end, I was like, I'm like, I think yeah. someone. I think it's something, you know, when they showed that, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's like... Uh, it's hard to talk about it, but... Yeah. For the sequel or something like that. I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to talk about it too much more. Um, I don't know, man. I had a blast with it. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I was totally entertained. I was thrilled. I was nervous. I was felt that at ease. And like Tony always says, you know, when it makes you feel feelings, like, this is doing it all of them. Like, I was getting angry. I was getting upset. Uh, you know, I was uh, laughing at some parts. And when dude, homegirl got... Homegirl slapped the dude. <laughs> Yeah, she really growled me, huh? Oh, <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah. Um, no, yeah, this movie really worked for me. Man. I really enjoyed it. Um, I uh, enjoyed it enough. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd buy it for a dollar, too. I'd buy that for a dollar. And it's, it's, I can't remember the last time I've teetered so much on a, on a dollar or a waste of time. It, because... At the end, I just felt like, while I had a lot of those same reactions, that same tension and that same, and Chris was like, yeah, keep it going. I, I, I'm curious. I, I, you know, she always gets to go pee because she has to pee every four minutes because she drinks 14 gallons of water every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, every 20 minutes in a movie or a television show, she's got to get up and go pee. And the big one that's like programming for Tony, it's like, does she want me to pause when watching <laughs> right. when she has to get up and go pee? And I said, Do you want me to pause? She goes, Yeah, I'm I'm into it. Mm-hmm. But like me then you know, then you know she right was away. starting to get she was starting to get fatigued from not much nothing happening. It's the same it's the it's it's the like you said, it's the slow burn. Um but it's it's too slow, too long of a slow burn. And then when they do hit you at the end, while you are still like anxiety because you don't know what the movie's going to do, you don't know if they're going to just if everybody's gone or or you know you don't know how it's going to pan out. Um, so it kind of keeps you going, but it's still it's still at the end of the movie. I still felt like, eh, you know. So it's like I totally get why people are going to like this. It's got a 6.6 on IMDb, so so I do, uh, you know, it, I'm not the only one that didn't think it was great. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess if I could go back and, and, and not watch it and watch something else, I would, because what it does bring to the table, there's a lot of movies that do better, and, and you actually feel for the characters. I, I just, like, I wasn't feeling for the character. Like, the guy, he was too, like... He wanted to be a fucking sleuth. He didn't want to. He didn't want to know what happened. He, I mean, you know, spoiler alert. He already knows what happened. He now he just needs to get over it. Why is he so obsessed with his fucking ex-wife is doing? She's obviously some space cadet that's down in Mexico. You know, getting uh, you know, uh, whatever, whatever. So um, yeah, truth be told, ultimately for me, it was a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. 
Took up thirty minutes just to tell us a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we do the podcast to review. Your review is longer than the movie. Explain <laughs> why I I give your review a waste of time. Okay. <laughs> now you uh, want to talk no, about but, it for a minute? <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted to say. Um, shit, I forgot. Oh, way to go, Harley. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking fault. Yeah, he fucking went on and on. Oh, what was it? Fucking Harley. Fair enough. Um, one conversation that did get sparked by this movie, and it's and it's a conversation I think I've tried to have a lot before, but mm-hmm. just it's it's difficult. It's one of those random rants on on all things movies, and I think I tried to we 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 touched on it before in the in the podcast. Um. And it and we kind of dance around it with this review. It's about believability about people's actions, and mm-hmm. so like Lane was saying, she didn't find that the actions were believable. And I'm like, but that it, it's it feels like that comment you can't can't be made subjectively because it's a it's like uh, like the color of a wall. You can't debate it. Uh, subjectively, it's an objective thing. It yeah, either, you're right. It's yeah, right I mean, it's not. you don't so, know what people would or would not do. Well, yeah. and in the in the context of a movie, everything's fiction. So the movie and has he's already just, written out, played out. Right, so and so some movies do a terrible job. And yes, objectively, the characters are not believable. And I think this movie, the characters objectively are believable only because I think movies establish. First, they establish the characters. Well, actually, first they establish the base of the characters and the rules for those mm-hmm. characters, and then the characters make decisions and have actions. And so, it's up to us to see. Okay, based on the rules that the movie presented, that character is believable that they would have done that. That and so that's what movies do. They say, okay, this right. character, this is this character, and then he made he performed this action or he made this decision, and. You either accept it or you don't, but it's all dependent on the the rules of that character within the movie, not outside. You know, it's not like, oh, well, I wouldn't make that same choice. Well, no, no one fucking cares. It's that character right. in the movie would have made that decision because of these rules placed on that character. It's easy to say that in the comfort of your own couch. Right, right. But and in so, that situation, like, how would right. you really so, handle it? Like, my point about this movie is that mm-hmm. it did – it established the rules for the, some of the characters – after they made decisions and so it really fucked with us and so that's why what my, like my original point was like if they would have given me the rules for like how the characters interacted the their relationship before the traumatic event ha- happened then i would understand their decision to stay at the party and i think that's a, that's a global thing like across most movies or all movies there's the rules of the characters and then the, the decisions characters make and the um the believability of the characters is an objective thing. And so that's sure. my question to you guys is like, does it, is it an objective thing or is it actually, is it an opinion? Is the believability of the characters an opinion, a personal opinion, or is it something that can exist outside of people's personal opinions? Uh, I, I'm a little, I'll be honest. I'm a little confused as the question. I think Relating to a character is subjective because your sort of choices would be different from mine. Right. And, That's relating. And it's, right. But if you rooted for somebody, 
you know, and, different than I And am. while obviously the screenplay is written, and so objectively we, the character is going to do this, but for your own interpretation and your own subjectivity of it, it is, it's what you, it, I, I think it's what one of those a powerful, a powerful movie for me is a movie that the character I, I can sympathize with because in some way, shape or form I can relate to him. You know what I mean? I fucking would love to be uh, Robert Downey Jr. and play fucking Iron Man because what does he do? He drinks a lot, he talks shit, and he fucks hot chicks. Like, and if I was in his position, I would do the exact same fucking thing. And so we believe in that character. That's why I've always said it's hard to write, you know, the superhero movies for superheroes because it's hard for us to relate to them. And so in a movie like this, I'm always trying to put myself in their position and think, what would I do? And if the movie is constantly doing something that I wouldn't, I go, I, A, I either don't feel sympathy for the character, right. or B, the movie just kind of bores me, or, you know, something in between. That's subjective. I mean, that is, that's just my own opinion. You might sit down, watch this movie, and go, you know, Tony, you always have a tendency to give bad performances a pass because you go well if the person was in that position they'd be socially awkward they got they got you know some sort of disability of course they're going to talk all stuttered and shit because they're antisocial or etc cetera, etc cetera. when the truth is it's just a bad act it's just bad performance you know what the, i mean well, what see now that's that's what i'm talking about you say the truth is Who's, you're saying that? Well, that, very that's the way absolutely. It is. You're absolutely right. <laughs> it's, that's just my subjective. It's just your subjective, opinion. right? <laughs> Fonzo, any comments? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're spot on. Yeah, you, I mean, it's it's hard to say. Like I said, when I'm watching it, I feel like, man, I would get out of there. You know, I would totally leave. But watching him and watching him stay, and then trying to figure out, you know, why would he stay? Why is he staying? Right? And everyone's well, trying to encourage him. Like, yeah. And at um, one point, he's like, he's like, we, we just got But to if he left, it would have been a boring movie. It would have left. It would have been then, Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> and then at the end, he's like, no, I'm not going anywhere. But they're locking the, they're locking the door. And even Dario says it too. He looks at him. He's like, you know, man, you're very suspicious. I'm locking the door. You're saying something. My buddy Pruitt's leaving outside. You're watching him like he's going to steal something. And I'm like, yeah, I don't feel, I, I feel like something's up too. And I, I, you know, I want to figure it out. So, um, yeah, it's hard to say, you know, like, um, how, how would you react in that situation? Or well, how, that, how, I'm, my my opinions of the characters and their their way of doing it because I mean, they kind of show you know the personalities of all the characters and since they're all friends and they had they've had um, history together you know they're showing the barbecue they're showing them with with the no beard with short hair like so they've been they've been friends for quite a while so they feel like you know hey we should stick around we haven't seen each other in a long time even though it's kind of awkward but. Um, yeah, I don't, it's it's hard to say. It's tough because, like Carly was saying, you try to empathize with the character. But what if the 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 characters in that particular story don't have anything in common with you? I mean, it's that's real life. In real life, there's people out there that aren't you, 
So, that's fucking lovely. So, so like that, Superman. Right, but that, <laughs> no, not even not even I'm not talking about superheroes. I'm talking about regular people that aren't yeah. you. So, now there's a movie of people that aren't you. So, if there's none of those characters you can empathize with, does it still mean that they're not believable? People out there make decisions. If it's well they, written, I, I I think so. And I mean, that's my point. Yeah. Like, then, yeah, if it's well written, you don't think about it because the rules are established ahead of time for the right. characters that make the decisions. And the performance, well, and I, if the performance is there too, it's and the, you, well, right, you're buying into them. You're buying, you know, yeah, you sure. see. You could the, also, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say you can see like the heartbreak in their eyes, or you can see them, you know, really feeling the pain, or. You can see them, you know, not giving a fuck or being really laid back, and you, you, they, right. they pulled off. And I thought, and there's things like um, they'll show the, the backstory of a particular character. They cried when their dog died, right? And so then later on in the plot of the story, you know, their their mother died, or or something, and they don't and yeah. and they don't get sad. And you're like, that's not congruent with the rules of that character. That rule of that character said that they cry when somebody in their family dies yeah, or a pet point. dies. And then later on, they don't like that's right. that's that's jarring and that's bad filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, so. That's and important. regardless of whether I empathize with that, I wouldn't cry for anybody dying because I'm a heartless bastard. But I can understand that they would cry because the movie said so, you know. Cool. It's out there. Anybody listening, if you want to pitch in on this conversation, I'd, I'd love to hear. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because it's, it's definitely do. one of those you could just talk for days about the shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love watching fucking Commando, right? <laughs> Why? Because Schwarzenegger kills 9,000 people in, a, in an hour and 20 minute movie. And like 90% of the deaths are all within like a 20 minute action scene. That's totally what I would do, man. There's, yeah, absolutely. There's (laughs) not a whole lot of Arnold Short Commando. What's his name? Uh, John Matrix. John Matrix. Thank you. Good job. There's not a whole lot of John Matrix in me other than if somebody kidnapped my daughter, I would jump out of an airplane to save her for sure. (laughs) But, you, mean when you, you mean when you take your shirt off, you don't look like Arnold in Commando? No, not quite. I'm I'm getting there. When you're cutting when you're cutting logs, you don't look like Arnold. <laughs> you don't feed you don't feed Bambi out there in the fucking woods where you live with your daughters, like he does. I'm starting to think that's why he moved up there. He he's turning into yeah, real life Commando, Tony. <laughs> I think that's what he's trying to tell us right now. <laughs> Let off some steam, Bennett. Vernon <laughs> Willis. There you go. Yeah. Funny, but yeah, like yo, man, I watch Terminator Two all the time. You know, can I relate to T eight hundred? Yeah, but or, the movie is entertaining, and yeah. I, in in some ways, as a parent, you can relate to Sarah Connor. So you know who else I can relate with? Mister mm. Clean Eastwood and Dirty Harry. <laughs> Whoa, hell of a transition! <laughs> when a madman calling himself the Scorpio Killer menaces the city. Toughest nail San Francisco police inspector Harry Callahan is assigned to track down and ferret out the crazed psychopath. So, Tony. Yo. You chose Dirty Harry. Yep. It's one I'm of those. Um, why? <laughs> uh, it's one of those classics that I feel like we should have, we should talk about on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the extra credit is usually the perfect time to assign these. Mm-hmm. Well, it, have either one of you ever seen this movie before? I, 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 I'm pretty I, sure I, I haven't. Say I didn't. <laughs> I have to say I haven't because I thought I did, but I'm pretty sure I only saw a clip of that first scene where he, yeah, you know, you know do you feel lucky? You know, the 
it did it take six shots or did it take five? You know that I think I just saw that clip and that's it. I got to know. I got to know. <laughs> I got to know. <laughs> and he fucking clicks and he fires it off on him. That's fucking great. crazy. Because he knew he, he was knew. lying. He uh, fucking uh, damn well, motherfucker. Uh-huh. Uh, fucking dirty yeah, Harry. Sure. Of course he knows how many fucking shots he took. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after watching it for the first time, Tony, what did you think? Uh, it doesn't feel like it holds holds up. I mean, it's it's speaking of technology, <laughs> yeah, payphone and shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, they, they, they bust out the screen to 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 show the the video. This movie's long. I mean, this movie's old. Nineteen seventy one. Nineteen seventy one. An hour and forty two minutes. So. Not quite the normal feature, but it still felt like it was long. Like it different felt, you mm. know. There's action in it, but it it the, there's the... there's a lot of running. It's a <laughs> lot of chasing. There's uh, a can, lot of like dudes chasing other dudes. You can hardly call it running. He's more like yeah. Potty. No, you're right. You're right. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, he's just in a like, hurry, and for him to pick up a phone in four rings, he's he's just trotting along. Yep. He's just trotting along. Yeah. So I yeah. I mean that. That movie it does show its age. Um, he's such an iconic character in 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 Eastwood, man. He just fucking he just I, I, I all I want him to do is just talk more in the movie because <laughs> when he opens up when he just starts talking, I'm like, that's how motherfuckers supposed to talk all the time. <laughs> like from now on, I'm gonna just start yeah. talking like him because well, like when he's talking to the mayor, he ain't giving no you know. He's like, how can you get a report? I was sitting on my ass waiting for you for three hours in the lobby. You're like, yeah, you goddamn right. You tell him. <laughs> I mean, this created like the buddy cop genre. I mean, this really like started a lot of sort of what we call cliches now. And I think it, watching it for the first time, I was entertained. The bad guy is straight up crazy and he looks it like they got a good performance out of what's his name because he is believably like like a sociopath you know what i mean when he gets on the bus with the The bus the bus scene after the film was released the actor andrew robinson received several death threats and had to get an unlisted phone number shocking (laughs) and uh john vernon the mayor uh happens to be um a cop in uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> well, so. he, Andrew Robinson was in Hellraiser. <laughs> oh. So. Yeah, and in Cobra. <laughs> yeah, but he's super creepy. And he had a hard time doing that scene with the kids, but, oh, man, he's he's just... He, he played a bad guy so good. You know he's, he's fucking backhands the kid? Oh, yeah. Um, no, he, he, was, he was great. Like, um... Yeah, I I, uh, I I think I remember reading something about like Arnold like was a really big fan of it. And, you know, he wanted to be like him, make movies, and it makes sense. You know, his one liners, yeah, the one liners, stuff off. You know, sure. being a hardcore hardcore cop like he is, and it totally works. Um, I'm trying to find it, and I can't find it. But yeah, I was looking at all the cool like um, the the trivia on it. But yeah, no, this I, I thought it was cool. I thought how like like. Um, the direction was like really cool, like with all these huge cityscapes, and he's got these cool like views of like the city, and like in the very beginning, he don't say anything, you know. 
you see the pool, like you see the, the yeah, sight. Yeah, he's quiet and, for a while. He's just from one yeah. to the other and talking. Yeah, it's for like a long time, you know. And then, uh, um, that scene too with the the kid, like towards the end with the kid, and you see me. And for some reason, it shocked the shit out of me that he fired him, even though he had the kid hostage. Right. You know, yeah. I was like, God damn, that just shocked me. I was like, Fuck, you don't fuck around. What if he missed? What if he the guy moved? What if he would kill the kid? It's like, I don't know if we just, I don't know why. Like, like if. In the eighties, or when I would have watched it, it wouldn't. Have, it would have been like hell yeah, that was badass. But for some reason, it struck a chord with me now. I don't know why, and I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, I think interesting too. He's not like a superhero. Like when when he, he explains that, he that son where he jumped on the bus, that was actually him. Yeah. Oh, that's badass. Yeah. Well, he was like forty years old when he shot the movie too. Well, you be jumping off, man. Would you be jumping on a bus at forty? Fuck no! Fucking <laughs> jump on a bus twenty years ago. Um, he, he has a level of humanity to him, you know, when, when they, when they ask him if he wants to be the drop guy and he's like, not this time, you know, what did he say? I can't remember his line, but you know, he has like eight lines in the whole movie, but you know, the frustration, no, the first time he did. Oh, the first time I did. After they let the motherfucker go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's yeah. that scene, too, where, like you said, the human, where he's got the binoculars, and he's on the stakeout. He's like, come on, you owe it to yourself. Live a little. <laughs> Checking out that chick. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was so funny. So, yeah, I had a lot of fun with the movie. Um, yeah, me too. I watched too. it in one sitting, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's old. It's fucking 40 years old. I, you know, it's like, but I love watching old car chase scenes and Old cars. I mean, there's not a lot of car chase scenes in it. Well, the think. bank robbers. I love how he, he saw the bank robbers while he's still chewing his food. Yeah, I'm giving a fuck. It's just. I mean, the guy just takes fire. Doesn't even tell like, people to get down or run away. He's just fucking shooting people like it's the Wild West. You don't even yeah. care. The guy's got the shot. Well, got... Fires at him. He's like, I don't. Are you shot at me? You're fucking dead. There's a bunch it's of people around. <laughs> Clint Eastwood in the seventies. And I love the cliche too. Like, oh, I had a partner. Like, how did that turn out? My yeah. in the hospital right now. You sure you want to be my partner? <laughs> you get every cliche from, you know, it started from this one. It's great. Yeah, I mean, interestingly enough, this spawned several sequels. And uh, He's not the same character, is he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is? Yep. Okay. They're just not called Dirty Harry. They're right. called... Um, Magnum Force. The right. Deadpool from 1988. Dirty Harry Callahan must stop a sick secret contest to murder local celebrities. That was the last one, I think, 88. Uh, the Enforcer mm-hmm. is him. Did he, and he always used a Magnum 44? Sudden I'm Impact. Sure. Yeah, there's like five of these or some shit like that. Yeah. yeah no, I liked it. I, I was having fun with it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I was, I was uh, thoroughly... In, in, and if I had the bank is kind of loosely of times, based on the Zodiac killer too, you know. Yeah, you know something. You know? It, it, yeah, I felt a little bit of that when he was writing the letters because I'm a big fan of the the Ventures Zodiac Ventures. Yeah, thank you. And um, yeah, I, I remember. Well, and the Zodiac killers are true stories too, so or true characters. So yeah, I get that. Um, you know, I'm not going to run out and go watch the sequels because it's probably more of the same and, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, if these were on, I'd, I wouldn't turn them off. I'd watch them. And, um, yeah, they're, 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 I mean, they're really Yeah, fun. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd absolutely give it a dollar. 
I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, just seeing the like old uh, the city like that too, or just even actually using a lot of locations. You know, where they're going on San Francisco, they went to San Quentin to get up on the exit, and just seeing some areas that probably not, don't exist again. You know what I mean? Um, but just the things that they would get away with were like uh, um, they're trying to stop them on the roof, and then they're shooting at them, and they're doing the whole shooting back and forth for a while. Like, man, I miss that, man. You know, it was yeah. cool gunfights like that anymore. You know, you had to shoot like ten times, and nobody would hit each other. <laughs> um, now, Tony, you. You said that you kind of, it didn't hold up so well yeah. for you. Yeah, not for me. Is it a waste of time? Yeah, for me it was. Like the total number of minutes that I was actually entertained by it was like maybe 20. Out of an hour 42, it's not enough. Yeah. That would be a waste of time. But, but Fonzo, you gave it a dollar, right? Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> so there you go. It's all over the map tonight on reviews. And Absolutely. <laughs> well, who's got the homework for next week? I do. Y'all do. Oh shit! What you got? I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys pick. Well, actually, you know what? Uh, oh. Yeah. Well, maybe. Hold on. We might not be able to. I might not give you a choice. All right, what do you got? Okay, so I'm gonna let you pick. Um, well, let me let me let me read off this star list. <laughs> All right, and see if you can, if y'all can if y'all can guess what the movie is. <clears throat> Star-studded cast. Uh, I, I'm gonna fuck up his name. Shawetel Ijafor, hmm. Casey Affleck, Anthony Mackie, Woody Harrelson, Triple Nine, Aaron Aaron Paul, yeah. Kate Winslet, Gal Gadot, Norman Reedus, Clifton Collins Jr. I mean, yeah. Is that not a fucking crazy-ass cast? So Crazy-ass um, cast. More importantly, John Hillcoat directed it, which is the guy who directed The Road, which I was a big fan of. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm curious to see this. The plot synopsis is stupid. A gang of criminals <laughs> and corrupt cops plan the murder of a police officer in order to pull off their biggest heist yet across town. That doesn't tell me much. Um, the other one, I saw the trailer to, and it looks badass, but it's only got a 5.9 on IMDb. Uh, Life for the residents of a tower block begins to run out of control. High Rise, starring Tom Hiddleston and Jeremy Irons. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen the trailer to that? Yeah. I just know it because it's got a badass um, remix of a song that Portishead did. Oh, it's so it's like this. Song. It's it's sort of like a modern or you know futureish, um, where everybody lives in these high rise buildings, but the poor people live at the bottom and the rich people live at the top, and then the really rich people live at the very top, and eventually the people at the bottom don't want to live at the bottom anymore. So, yeah, um, directed it right, Ben Wheatley. Yeah, yeah, and that's another one we just saw. He did Sightseers and Kill List. Remember Kill List? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd be curious. Um, well, what say you, Tony? Hmm, I don't know. Like the High Rise sounds more interesting to me than another criminal 
movie. Yeah, I'm kind of in there. My only thing is it's only got a 5.9 on IMDb. So mm. what happened? What's up? Why mm. did it not do better? How long is it? Probably nobody heard about it. Well, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a shitty performance. I mean, shitty movie. 14,000 versus 31,000. 6.3 for triple nine. 14,000 people voted for 5.9. 31,000 on triple nine. Who do you want to see, Harley? <sighs> it's, yeah. your, it's your homework. You pick it. Flip a coin. Come on now. Oh, that's exactly what I was doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> What'll it be? Heads, heads for high rise, tails yeah. for triple nine. With the H in the letter, yeah, the title. All right, high rise heads. <laughs> no, what's the sound? It's Scott heads. High rise, it is. So it's high rise, it is. All right, high rise, it is. Okay. All right. Well, I got to choose from too. <laughs> now today is August second, correct? Indeed, yeah. indeed. So yesterday was August 1st, and it marked the 30th year anniversary. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me write this down. Today, August 1st. Yesterday. No. Nope. Fucked it up 2nd. already. Yesterday, August <laughs> So it's going to be a, um, what's his face? Because he died a year ago. Oh. Let's see. Wait, what? Is that what you were going to say? Yesterday marked the anniversary of someone's death. Oh no! It was uh, thirty years ago. Jason's Part Six came out. Ah, darn. Yeah. So Jason, yeah, Jason lives. Jason Six came out, but also since Wes Craven's birthday came out, um, it was Wes Craven's birthday today. I figured either we watch Scream or Jason Six. Uh, I go Jason Six because we saw Scream on the podcast not long ago. Oh, okay. It's not called Jason Six, is it? No, it's called. Should is, is that Friday the Thirteenth? Should be Jason no. Lewis Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Ah, That's... it is Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, Part VI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not quite V eight yet, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. and I love that if it's a B Part Six, and you guys won't even have a clue. What's going on? So I think yeah, that's no, kind of I don't funny. think I've seen this one. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you right in the mix. I can't fuck it. What year is it? Eighty six. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Came out thirty years ago. Oh, this came out on August first, nineteen eighty six. Oh come on! Why? Did you guys pull it up yet? Because I can't. Yeah, fuck type it. in Jason lives. <laughs> oh, Jason lives will pull it up. So you can imagine what happened in part five, then, right? Jason does yeah. not lives. Jason doesn't. <laughs> doesn't live. Did you say he doesn't live? <laughs> yeah, that's the title of it, Jason. No, what is it? Is it? What's it called? The, uh, I think it's the final chapter. No, how's it go? Three D's part three and four. Four is the final chapter because they thought it was going to end there, and it didn't. And then, well, and then they made a whole fifth one, and that still yeah. wasn't enough. <laughs> Which one's five? Let's see. Yeah, because eight, he takes Manhattan, part eight. Oh, oh, there it is, five, a new beginning, that's what it's called, that's right. Mm. Jason, yeah, Jason five, part five was a new beginning. 
Because in part four, this kid named Tommy Jarvis killed Jason. So then in the new one, he's all grown up. He's all grown up and he's all grown up? Yes. <laughs> and what's cool, Tom Matthews, I just met at Comic-Con. He's, he stars as a main guy in Return of the Living Dead. He plays... Uh, he plays Tommy. Tommy, yeah. So that's kind of cool. So yeah, there we go. High Rise and uh, Jason Liz. No wonder he typed. I typed in Jason six two and did come up too. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, it's funny because they're all they're all Friday the Thirteenth, right? All of them like are going on IMDb, except for this one, right? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's Jason Liz semicolon Friday the Thirteenth. All the other ones start even Friday the Part Five says in the beginning. For some reason, this one has Jason Lim. So funny. All right, there you go. So, I believe that's wraps up the Bad Boys podcast episode three twenty two. We just randomly ranting on things, movies. Unless you guys got anything else, do you give a shit about our weekends? I mean, I of course know. they do. Because I don't remember. That's my point. <laughs> like I have to go dig it. You up. have to go back in the, in the database. Uh-huh. Remember, what'd you do, Harley? I actually had. Um... My nephew came up and with his mother and stepfather. So, um, what was, how old am I? 36. So about, uh, 20, 22 years ago, I'm at my dad's house in uh, North Hollywood and my older brother, who's five years older than me, who I've never mentioned on the podcast because I don't have a relationship with him, uh, he has a son. He's like 19 or some shit. And uh, I think it's Christmas time. So his, his new girlfriend and their son uh, come and visit. Uh, fast forward 20 years later. Uh, the kid's name is Chris. And his mother, Carol which is a wonderfully nice lady. She, uh, over the years, tries to keep in touch with Pops because while Chris doesn't have a relationship with his father, my brother, she does want him to have a relationship with his father's side of the family. And Pops was always very um, open to that. And so Pops kept in touch, so to speak, with Carol and uh and Chris. So um about two years ago when Pops right around the time Pops got sick, Carol found me on Facebook and befriended me on Facebook and we messaged each other a couple times and then her son, my nephew Chris, Kristen is his name, but he everybody calls him Chris. Um they live in downtown LA, they have their whole life. And uh wonderful family. Uh, Chris is highly autistic. He, um, is functioning, you know, I mean, he can sort of take care of himself, but he lives at home. He lives with his mom and stepdad. And, uh, so anyways, they have a 27 foot motor home and they decided to, uh, well, we invited him to, of course, uh, to come up and visit. And they, they were here for the weekend and they had a really nice time and, uh, kind of showed them the touristy stuff that, you know, the lake and the waterfalls and stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, it was really nice. It was, I, I learned a lot about my brother that I haven't had any contact with in, you know, 20 years, 15 years kind of thing. And so 
Um, he doesn't talk to his son very often, um, but he certainly talks to his son more often than uh, uh, than I talk to him. So, um, you know, we talked about um, when they when he found out that Pops Past Carol was the one that told him, and um, he's not on Facebook. And so it was it was good. It was like talking about you know sort of reminiscing about early early um for me a lot of those memories were very young cuz I was young cuz Craig's you know 5 6 years older than me. And so but it was interesting kind of her memories of what Craig was doing back then when Chris was born and and me and and she knew his grandparents very well who raised him and I knew them fairly well cuz we would go visit Craig and this you know just just those family dynamics which is interesting so um so yeah my family came up from LA and um uh it was good it was it was good it was you know i we haven't i i don't know them very well because i i have never spent any time with them but but it is my by my nephew by blood, and he got along really well with the girls that Chris did. He's 24, but, you know, in a lot of intensive purposes, communic- you know, sort of like he just plays a lot of video games. Big Pokemon Go, all three of them were playing Pokemon Go the whole goddamn weekend. <laughs> we're sitting at the beach, and they're talking about how many fucking well, Pikachus they're catching or whatever the fuck, whatever. I'm not sure. So, so. Got to catch them all. Yeah, so they're they're playing Pokemon. Right on. That's time, cool, man. So. That's awesome. Yeah, it was interesting, and, and I think they were born and raised in L.A. And when I say L.A., I'm not talking about you know San Fernando Valley or Long Beach or or you know Pasadena. No, they're from downtown L.A. So um, for them to come up here, where it's just fucking mountains it's uh it's a new experience for them so to speak and so it was uh i think it was it was very cool for them for that so um you know um it was cool because they brought their big motor home and they just slept in the in the driveway just i just moved ever all the trucks and boats out of the driveway and they just parked their motor home and ran the electricity and the water out to them and and uh so it was good you know and, i don't know uh, yeah Definitely kind of laid back, relaxed, nothing crazy, but um, yeah, had a good time. So I look forward to uh, future future um, hanging out and, you know, when we go down there, if we ever go down there again, uh, we'll definitely stop and spend some time and say hello. That's awesome. Yeah, so it was cool. Extending the family, so to speak. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Family's key. Mm -hmm. How about you, MCP? Um, I don't remember what I did Saturday or Friday, but Sunday, uh, went to basketball, then went to the beach, hung out on the beach for a bit. You were at the fucking beach? Mm-hmm. Were you lost? <laughs> hey, I tried, to, I, I was catching Pokemon out there, man. Oh, no wonder. There it is. You're trying to catch those rare water ones, right? Exactly. Oh, um, I see. No, you know, to be honest, no, I didn't move. Uh, during basketball, it was, there was only three of us, so we played 21 and died you know because yeah. that's 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 too much you know at least with when you're playing a team some of the other team can run 
When you're playing 21, you're the motherfucker running around all the time. Yeah, you're all by yourself. Fuck, man. So, yeah, so we died. You can't shoot the J all the time. (laughs) (laughs) In the... In one of the, in one of the last games, um, I went up for a layup and just jammed my thigh into someone's knee. Ooh. And Ooh. Uh, at first, you know, the adrenaline's pumping, so I didn't notice. But by the time I got to the beach and cooled down, I could barely walk on my, on my leg. Oh shit! Oh, like, oh, oh. Yeah, um, it's still a bit swollen. It's kind of funny. I, like it didn't bruise, but so it must have hit really deep. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna walk around much. Um, <laughs> So I gave Lane my phone so she could go hatch my eggs. Oh, there you go. <laughs> She's walking around. But, uh, yeah. She so was dirty really work. Cool. She just laid there and she did the dirty work. Exactly. Nice. I just, I, I had my Kindle with me, so I was just reading while I was on the beach. It was cool. Oh, it was just you two? Uh, no, it was her and her family. Her, okay. her mom and her 14 year old brother. Nice. So when's oh, the. Oh, 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 Saturday I went, went out with Nori. Um, it's oh been, shit! It's Whoa, been like shit. months since we've gone out. Shout outs to yeah. crazy. Yeah, ass, shout out to Nori. Yeah, um, freaking one she, of the best. She threw out guests. an invitation, and he hadn't seen her in so long. And one then of the most. Uh, you didn't in, drink the wine, did you? Inebriated guests that we've had. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was class. That was back when I when you guys were filling in for me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, but yeah, so we took her out. We went out to the draft in uh, in Oceanside. Had massive burgers and, and love that place. But yeah, that place awesome. Um, so it was cool to just catch up. It's just been a while. What's she uh, been up to? Uh, she's been working. She's got. She owns like. Well, she's been working like normal, but her kid has been uh, graduating and going to master's degrees and off school, on school. She oh, owns oh. five houses now. <laughs> what? Nori owns five houses, and three of them she bought for her kids. One of them she bought for a kid, and then the kid decided to go to graduate school and then move to another place. So now she has a house where she went to undergrad, but she needs to rent it out to someone else now. <laughs> so she's just like, Jesus I was like holy Christ. shit. Um, but it gives her an excuse to travel, um, and it's a write-off because, you know, if you're renting out your houses, you can write it off, blah, blah, blah the travel yeah. to them and stuff. So that's like her big thing is just buying shit for her kids. Um <laughs> She bought a, one a puppy. She bought one a house. She bought another one a car. So, so Damn. yeah, she's she's uh, definitely taking care of hers. So, yeah, does so. she consider you as her kid too? You should have right. I'm like, <laughs> bitch, I need a car too. I only got, a, <laughs> I got a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, a for real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's doing that. That, that that's what uh, we spent Saturday because um, Lainey worked during the day, so I worked all day Saturday, and then we just hung out that evening okay um friday friday we did jack shit i think we just played played games yeah yeah i don't know i'm trying to think of what i did i think yeah. i uh your turn the kids want to go to soup plantation so we did that whoa cool yeah so we did that and then we went to we we took uh we took the dog like, for a while how does I'm, I'm sorry i i'm trying to picture it how does that come up do the kids just all of a sudden go yeah, they lose. They love like, Soup Plantation or IKEA. If they ever want to eat dinner, that's the two places they'll pick. They, they'll, they'll, IKEA. Want to eat dinner they, at IKEA? I'm confused. Yeah, they got food there. So the last like, time we went, they got they ate for free. We spent a hundred bucks. Wait, at IKEA, they ate for, you, everyone ate. Everyone ate for free. Buy food at IKEA? Yeah, you never been? Dude, wait, wait. You, well, I've you, been to IKEA before, <laughs> but I haven't been to IKEA where you buy food there. Yeah, you can. They have a restaurant there. Yeah, but but it's like 
it's like near the checkout. You're like yeah. not even in IKEA. No, no, no. That's the that's the snack stuff. When There's you're with it, when you're inside the, the when you're up in the higher level, it's it's up there. The what? restaurant. Bullshit! What? No, dude. Look at the menu. You're looking restaurant. at cinnamon rolls and hot dogs and the. The snacks. Yeah, that's what. What? There's a fucking restaurant inside IKEA. It's like, yeah. is it like it's hidden Swedish meatballs? Some... They got ribs with mashed potatoes. They got sandwiches. What? what, dude? What the fuck? Oh, is it? No. Why is this blowing what? our mind? We I... went. No, I cannot believe <laughs> the last this. Last time we went, we spent a hundred bucks for three days. It was just like some kind of deal where it's like you spend over a hundred, you get eat for free. How so the... I fucking stuff my is goddamn. It... Hey, I keep is... going in back and back and getting food. Is it behind some like secret kitchen lever or something? Seeing the secret menu in and out, boys. This is Go Swedish meatballs, IKEA. I'm telling you, there's a dude. No, I'm watching. You walk I'm... In? There's a big plastered poster on the wall telling you what foods they're serving this month or what they got going on. How long How has this have been? You guys, there? missed this. It's always well, been. I haven't been, I, I have been IKEA in fucking fifteen years. So. What's that saying, you went, honey? Blowing my mind. I know. <laughs> this shit is a funny I was like, I... I was like, this motherfucker like took his uh, little bag this of, of uh, brag, went to the kitchen inside IKEA, and like secretly cooked some food. No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, why is it so hard for you guys to understand? There's dinner food. There's food. Uh, you're like, what? You're taking them to eat hot dogs and cinnamon rolls? No, motherfucker. There's dinner. There's food. There's a long ass line to get into food all the time. They even have these amazing type like shopping cart trays where you can put four trays of all your food what? when you walk up to your table because you got your shopping cart full of stuff. What? Amazing. No. Yeah. What? Mark, no. Mark, I'm telling you. Have you guys looked at the menu yet? I'm, I mean, I'm look. No, I'm, I looked at the menu. Like, what the fuck? Where? What? If you're what? not having dinner there tomorrow. You can. You. you I don't know. Uh, tell you. <laughs> You've now, how many times have you gone, Tony? To Ikea? I've been there like four times total. And you've never seen it? You've never smelled the never, food? Nope. wonder what part are you going where you didn't even see it? That shit is fucking funny. So yeah, one time we you know we went to Ikea one time with the kids, you know, and then we were like, hey, you guys want to eat? Like, sure. Crew absolutely loved it. Well, this was meatballs, loved the little salads, just loved getting on the food. So every time it's like, hey, we're going again? We're going? You know, so they liked it. And then one time, uh, I was like, you know, it's my cheat day. I'm, I'm going to have um, some, let's go to a soup plantation. I'm like, all right, let's go. So the kids, and they, you know, they get ice cream, and and uh, they they, uh, they love it. So <laughs> uh, that's the spots. It's, it's kind of funny. And say, hey, go. They, even, in fact, today in the car, when I was, we're, we're, after we picked up Amy, um, uh, Reagan was saying, That's how yeah. I feel. That's about his reaction Ikea. when I tell him the food at Ikea. <laughs> yeah. He's going to wake up late and go, hey, you know there's food at I'm taking her like, now. Yeah. I'm like, we got to go stand outside and wait. <laughs> just wait for them to open, get some breakfast. I'm telling you, dude. It's it's. You saw the menu? Oh, I see the menu. Now I need yeah. some proof. Tell, I need to like. Tell Tony. Tell, him, him, tell him, Harley. Read, read to him what's the deliciousness he got there. Of, of this shit. Um yeah, no, I need to go back to that menu because I'm I'm trying to find. Shit. Are you looking at O2? And it's cheap: vegetable balls, chicken tender, yeah. some salad, salmon fillet. I believe. What I'm saying, dude, Why? it's amazing. Lasagna. Why you get your shopping? You get some food. I go for the ribs myself. I don't know if I'd be so. I don't know if I'd be in a hurry to 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 eat at a fucking. Furniture store. 
Okay, don't knock it. Why not? Lizzie, You're going to eat on that furniture when you get home. <laughs> you yeah. know? You buy that shit. It's it's just. I'm, si- I'm sitting on a nice recliner seat. My new, my new, my new chair <laughs> in my room. That I got from IKEA that I built. So that's why it's quite comfortable. Wow. That shit's so funny. I can't believe you guys. Tony was. I've never heard Tony so in shock in my life. I'm fucking dope. Oh, 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 really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's melting over. There. I don't know what the hell happened to him. <laughs> I'm melting. I'm what? Melting. No. Tony totally had a Mike Wahlberg moment. That was a good draw. So yeah, cool. I, I can't even talk about wiki. You guys, that you guys kept stopping me in my tracks. <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait! It, 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 you could wrap your brain. It was funny. I kept trying to go. I had a, you guys kept stopping me. I had a blue screen of death type of error in my brain. All right, <laughs> it's just my operating right, system. I was right there with shut you. Shut down. Yeah, it's like no, it's not like this. You know, it's like almost like you were thinking Costco. You know, you just got the, like the five items or whatever. Once you leave at the end, you can get food. You know, you get the pizza or the hot dog. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously that that's been going on a fucking dollar fifty hot dog and soda combo for or pizza and hot dog. I was rocking that shit for years and years. Yeah, see, so that's kind of a furniture store. They sell furniture there. Yeah. That's not a restaurant. Store. I wouldn't call that a restaurant. Or the inside Ikea? The inside of a Costco where you buy, you know, you have a hot dog or pizza, that's not a restaurant. No. Uh, no, no, I'm saying that. I'm saying yeah. the Ikea one. The Ikea one looks legit. Yeah. They got chefs. They got, they, they're chefs. Now, what can I get you, sir? I'm telling you, you got to document this with you go. <laughs> you, got, you got to Snapchat it, Tony. You got to. The first time you go there, you're like, holy sh! this place exists. I got to know. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, Tony, did I eat five Swedish meatballs or was it six? <laughs> you got to ask yourself. <laughs> this is the most powerful meatball sauce. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It'll blow your head clean off. It will. It will. <laughs> I love when he shot that dude. He went fucking. He flipped in the air. <laughs> like, damn, that is the most powerful oh, gun. Reached a new low. Oh man, that is awesome. Ned, this this episode is brought to you by the lovely chefs at IKEA. IKEA's. Yeah, the December rolls are good too, though. At the end, when you leave, mm-hmm. I think that's what was flipping you out because you're like, it's at the end when you check out. Yeah, I was like, why the fuck would you go? When you leave, there's food. Like, why would you go to the end? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's why you were fucking freaking out. I can't wait to tell Amy she'll laugh. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, what? How do they not know? <laughs> oh, that's kick great. Myself that's... If, if I tell Lainey, and she's like, yeah. oh, yeah, of course there's a restaurant. I'm going to fucking kick myself. Then you're going to be like, really? How did I not know this? This is some bullshit. Yep. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, so there you go. Next week, you did, report. You didn't know? Yeah, but yeah, there's got to be a report, yeah. If you if you find yourself down there in San Diego for some reason, yeah, you got to yeah. stop in there. You know? Mm-hmm. You drive all the way down there for your tri-tip, we go down there for the Swedish meat. <laughs> yep. I'll get yeah. the tri-tip and then have it at the restaurant in Ikea. <laughs> well, the thing is, we, are, we always need something. We always get something in Ikea, too, though. So, oh, you know, yeah. You get hungry, you might as well eat, right? For sure. Makes sense. A lot of them should be like that. All right. Today, I fucking learned. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> He's posting on Twitter and everything right now. <laughs> 
Oh, that's great. Yeah, so yeah, we did that, and then we walked the dog, and then uh, it was cool. Like on a, it's cool. And, like these summer nights when the kids are all out, we um, we almost had like this impromptu kind of block party when we when we when we walked back from um, walking the dog. We had two of the neighbor girls with us, and um, one of our neighbors, she they had just came back from the beach, and they had their two daughters. So then they started talking. We started talking. She just came from the beach from like a baptism where they straight up did the baptism in the beach. And okay. she busts out the like three, four beach chairs. So then everyone's talking there, and the kids are all playing. You know, got the street light out and it's dark, but they're still we're still playing baseball. I put my phone on, got some music going, got the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack in the background, and you know it's just all good, good, good old tunes so everyone can enjoy. And we're just having a good old time. And uh, and our girl and our dog Shalula, she was so passed out that Amy had to carry her like a baby. She did not want to walk anymore. She was tired out. <laughs> they literally she had to carry her up <laughs> like a baby. And I was like, oh my gosh. When we try to pull the leash, she's like, "Nope, ain't having it." So, but it was it was amazing, like going on a walk because it tires her out and she'll sleep through the night. You know, don't have to worry about her. You know, going um, going to the bathroom in there, crate. And um and the boys, oh, we went we went swimming earlier that day. That's right, we're swimming, and then we went on to the soup plantations. We, the kids had a long day, and they're used to, they're they're getting used to jumping in the pool now and dumping uh, dunking their heads in. Before they were all you know, kids are always sketch about dunking their heads underwater. Um, so once they get used to that, they just kept jumping and jumping, doing different types of jumps. And look at me, look at this one, look at this one. And they did that forever, so they were pretty exhausted. So, um, so that was fun, yeah. So that was cool. So that was a, that was a, it was a cool little Sunday. So, and um, they, on Saturday they went to my cousin's birthday party. I couldn't go to that, and my mom was supposed to go, but she had surgery in her eye. I don't know if I told you guys this, but she had a tear duct that would clog up and would make her. Um, I just like randomly always like, 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 it was almost like she was crying. It was always like, um, fluid was always running, like, like, tear, like water was running, right, you know, right. which is weird. Like, you think it was clogged up, but had to go out somewhere, you know, so it always come down. So, um, she finally got surgery for that and she's doing a lot better now. And it's, she got this like mean, like, cut, like, from like, like almost from the forehead all the way down, like, past her eye, like a scar. It's crazy. Ooh, um, just wild. to get to that tear duct. Yeah. I mean, just surgery with the eye kind of freaks me out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? When you think about that, when you just think anything through your eyes, it's just kind of, mm-hmm. this doesn't seem uh, normal, you know? So, yeah, luckily that everything went smooth with that, so. Um, yeah, man, and, uh, uh, so that thing that pretty much wraps it up, right? Episode 322, mm-hmm. live from Jalisco. My Harley. Right on, right on. <laughs> I, mean, back- <laughs> I don't know what that one was. <laughs> We randomly rant on all things Swedish meatballs. I've been your host, Fonzo. Say we ride together. Harley, we cock together. MCP. Bad boys for life. Hey. <laughs> See, she had a at least good ass, ass yeah, accent, right? <laughs> yeah. Have her say hold still. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we go. Hold still. Hold still. <laughs> Hold still, yeah.